let it ride, sweet baby man. The beat is back, baby. Juan Cosby. Tanner, don't you ever stop letting it ride. You let it ride. Holy jama. Yay hama, jay wama. Tan man, we did it again, baby. Let it fucking ride. Juan Cosby made this drip, drip, this beat drip with oil. Jameis, cream is it slick. Love you, my tan man. Love you, Juan Cosby. Welcome back to Rumble Lips. I am a uh, duh. <laughs> duh. I'm a 110-pound falcon with a human penis. You know my master's name? It's Machu Picchu. He was named after a mountain, or was the mountain named after him? Golly damn it, I'm Rand Barnaclo. And welcome back to Rumble Lips. So fucking jazzed up. I drank a coffee. Now I'm firing on all cylinders, baby. Caffeine really affects your boy. I'm like, pew. I'm like, fucking pew. Had to check my levs. Don't worry, Barbie B. I'm walking around in the daytime today so everybody can see how crazy I look. There's a bunch of little lizards running around. A little bunch of little skinks. Hell yeah, Juan Cosby made that beat. And I was like, you know what? Fuck that duty-free shit. I know it's the Rumble Lip song, but man, I got to give Tanner some shine. I love when Tanner lets it ride. And, and, and the reason why these episodes come out when they do and, and how they do and the quality they're in is because of Tanner Hines. So give it up for Tan- Tanner Hines. Everybody clap in your car, at your office, wherever you are listening to this. Just clap. People will get it. All right. What's up, lipsters? What's up, you bad boys? Uh, girls can be boys too. <laughs> Dude, what was I gonna? What was I gonna say? Oh yeah, yo, they shouted uh, Rumble Lips out on their podcast. So let me shout out Austin and Max are friends. My boy Max Fine. I've never met Austin, uh, but their podcast is really good. It's called Austin and Max are friends. And uh, it's on iTunes and wherever you get podcasts. It's, uh, they're really funny boys, and I love I love Max. So, yeah, this is Rumble Lips, though. This is the podcast for you to go ha- over your handlebars to. You know, wreck your bike to this. This is a pretty good podcast to do that to. Seeing it happen live. I'm Ram Barnaclo, Gremlin bartender extraordinaire. Well, really, I'm a gremlin bar mixologist, but, you know, whatever. Uh, Making up concoctions. Uh, And I'm also the Neon Gnome. This is Rumble Lips. Your favorite podcast, because you're bad jamas. Um, Did that prison show. Ooh, daddy. I'm going to talk about the damn prison show. And... I'm not doing this just to, like, talk shit about the dude that ran it. It was a fucking, it was a wild-ass experience. You know what I mean? It was a, it was a crazy experience. It was, so me and Lee Kimbrell, I'm going to have Lee come on one of these episodes to talk about it, too. Um, It was just run. The show was put together so poorly. It was, it was, it was wild. It was like, 
it was put together and I mean I'm not trying to shit on the dude but in hind in retrospect uh, we were in a very dangerous situation and I know it's like well, dude, stupid you were out of prison but like we weren't in a we we were in a very like precarious position because let me set it up first we walk in there we go to the prison probably hit the weed pen before we did because we definitely did and we go in there and nobody fucking even knew what we were doing we look at a guard it's like shift change me and Lee are standing there they just buzzed us in come on in come on into this prison people we've never seen before we go in they're like take your shoes off let me see the bottom of your feet you know open your mouth they frisk us Lee tried to bring his jewel in. They were like, dude, you got to put that in the car. So he'd go back out to the car. Oh, the first time this sentence has ever been said to me, they were like, oh, and uh, sir, you? And it pointed to me. I'm like, yeah. Like, you have too, too much money to be in here? And I was like, <laughs> damn right I do. Um, so we, uh, we had to go put a bunch of stuff out in the car and then come back in. Now the show has started. But we don't, we're not even near it. We're in this little holding room waiting for somebody to figure out that there's two more comics that then they have to bring to the show. And by the way, the show, they're like, yeah, you're in the chapel. This person will take you. So we go to the chapel. They just let us walk out in the yard. We're like 200 feet away from safety. 200 feet, excuse me. We're like 200 yards away from safety. So me and Lee are just walking through this yard. There's just a bunch of people wearing khaki everything. We're like, okay. Oh, and by the way, the guard, in parentheses, the guard that was taking us was a, was a 50-year-old woman shaped like a peanut M&M. So yeah, real safe. Yeah, we felt real safe. But I didn't even think about that. We th- the show had started, so when we walk, so we walk in. They're like, "There's the chapel. That's where the show is." There's about 200, 250 guys in there. You know, they're all waiting. Okay, we walk in and we're immediately just met by, you know, couple inmates, couple very scary individuals, and we're like, "Hi, what's happening?" <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> They're like, yeah, the show's through that door. Okay. We open the door. And 200 people turn around to look who opened the door. So 200 violent inmates turned around to see me and Lee. They're all sitting in church pews, and they all turned over their shoulders. And me and Lee were like, bah! Like, you know, I was like, well, that's a face tattoo. Jameis Kramis. It was scary. So then me and Lee walk, because it ran like a fucking shit show. We walk to the side of the stage. Wrong side of the stage. Of course there's no green room. Why would there be? There shouldn't be a room where somebody could sneak off and do something. So we're just standing there. While the show's happening, the host gets off. He tells us, hey, come around the other side. We go around the other side. We're just standing outside. We can look in the doors and see the prisoners just standing there. The first show, Lee closed out the first show. He headlined the first show. And the first show was awesome. You know, like, you think it's... I, I, I was going in there like, dude, these guys are going to hate us. Because admittedly, they didn't really like the other two comics. And then I went up and had a great set. It was crazy. 
some guy kicked his shoes off <laughs> in the front row. I'm like, dude, I got an applause break at a maximum security prison. It was awesome. They were on board with everything. They were a great audience. Lee goes up, Lee kills. And, and they're like, hey, Rand, you're going to headline the second show. And I was like, oh, there's a second show. Okay, great. And they're like, yeah, there's more guys that want to see. So I found out the first group, the first show group were, um, they were like good, good behavior. Like they got this show because they're, they're good. They were good. They weren't like, you know, throwing poop in guards faces and stabbing each other in the wieners. They were like good. And so like, you know, it was a bunch of older guys of all races, um, and some younger guys of all races in the, in the, in this group, in the first show. And they were, they were, they were awesome. They were just there to watch a show and there to laugh. Good Lord. That cat just scared the, f- I'm walking down this little street. There's just a cat sleeping next to a car and he got up and did the cat backy thing. You know, the, like the stretch where they. They look like a magnet or whatever. He just got up and I saw it out of the corner of my eye. Almost, I, I think one drop of pee just touched my undies. Yikes. Whew. What was I talking about? Being scared of cats? Jameis, Kramis, I love a cat. Yamo, Jehamo. Mr. Fluffy just scared me. And now he's just staring at me. All right. Leave me alone. Jameis. So anyway... Legos, after the first show, Legos, can we say thank you to those guys? And this is, look, this is fucking crazy. They're like, yeah, 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 absolutely. Because they, they were like a well-behaved group, and they, it was like any show. They were just all wearing the same outfit. But it was like any show. It was in a big church room. Everybody was sitting on pews. So me and Lee go in there, and, you know, guys are shaking our hands. The whole time I'm like, watch, this is where I get fucking stabbed in the neck for talking about breaking my grandma's leg or something but no it was great they they were all like hey man that was awesome you know you guys are super funny where are you from cincinnati da, 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 da. the whole time this is happening i'm looking at lee he's he's you know kind of far from me and he's surrounded by prisoners and this guy's talking to lee pretty intensely and you know but it's not a bad thing. Like, Lee's being receptive, and he's, like, laughing while the guy's talking to him. And the guy that's talking to Lee sees me, and he makes, like, a beeline to me. He's, like, going around people. I'm like, oh, God, what's this fast Johnny want, you know? Like, here we go. <laughs> here we go. He's, he's coming after me. Dude, this cat, I had to do a U-turn, and this cat is walking towards me. Dude, I might get to pet a cat live on the pot. Mr. Fluffy's. No, he's he's gray. A little smoky man. A little smoke smoke jammy. Wonder if this Damn, that squirrel's loud. I wonder if this cat'll let me pet it. Hi baby. Yo, meow at me. Can I touch your head? Come here. Come here. Alright, he's running, but he's staying real close to me. Alright, Mr. Smokey, have a nice day. Okay, so this guy makes a beeline to me that was talking to Lee, this prisoner, right? And, uh, he, he like walks up to me and, uh, immediately, like, pu- puts his hand out to shake my hand. And, uh, I like shake the dude's hand. He was like, I was just telling the other comic down there, I've, 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 I recognize both you guys. I used to go to Go Bananas all the time. I was like, what? 
And it was in, you know, I was like, that's awesome, dude. What's up? And he's like, dude, you guys are so funny. He's like, man, I remember seeing you guys. And when, when you first came out, because I went before Lee, he's like, when you first came out, I was like, damn, that's the dude from Cincinnati at Go Bananas. That guy's, like, he remembered me. And he, re- and he, and he was like, then I saw him, you know, he's talking about Lee. He's like, then I saw Lee come out. I'm like, nah, that guy's from Go Bananas, too. I've seen both of these guys do stand-up. He's like, I was telling my buddies that you guys are really funny. And I was like, dude, that's awesome, you know. So that was the first show. It was, like, a great experience. I had the best time with these guys. And, and, and. You know, the guy who kicked the shoes off was like, yeah, man, this was great. And and we actually, you know, me and Lee talked about it. Like, I felt like those those guys, we did that. I felt like we did a nice thing. I was like, damn, you know, even though I'm up on a church stage in a prison, like, yeah, that's, that's not what cum is or, yeah, I don't know what bit or whatever. It was still like they were laughing. They were having a good time. I even made a joke about... Being in prison, got a great laugh. I made a joke. I was, I was like, this reference might fall flat. I don't know how long these dudes have been in here, but I, I made a reference to bird scooters. And then these guys, the guy kicked his shoes off and started laughing. And I was like, is that what you guys are in here for? And they were fucking, yeah, they were loving it. It was great. It was a fun show and it was awesome. Second show rolls in and it could not have been any more different. These were scary people in the second show. It was men that were literally acting like they were locked in a cage. You know what I mean? Like they did not give a fuck about stand-up comedy. And the guy who runs the show, hey my man, don't tell them you used to be a corrections officer at that prison. Show ain't going to go so well. Because my man went up and was like, actually, I was a CO here. And they were just like, boo, fuck you. I mean, it was crazy. I was standing in the back and I was like, okay, this is where we die. This is where we die. I got to close this thing out. Great. So this guy, the, the first guy, I'm not going to say his name. I don't want to talk shit. But like, he goes up, kind of did all of the shit you're not supposed to do. And then was just like, here's the rest of the show. So they could have given, they couldn't have given less of a fuck about what was happening. It was, it was, it was legitimately the most, uh, I was, I was actually scared. I was, me and Lee looked at each other and I was like, dude, this is not good. This is bad. Thanks for letting me headline. (laughs) You know what I mean? So then the second guy goes up and he obviously gets a warmer response than the guy who was like, Hey, I was one of your imprisoners. Uh, (laughs) Hey, I was one of the guys that told you guys when to shit, piss. You know, you guys are adults, and I was the guy that's like, all right, now it's time you you can eat. Uh, He got a better reception than that guy, for sure. But holy shit, it was not not that great. The fucking... (laughs) The second guy goes up, he tries to, like, sit on the stool, and some guy goes, stand the fuck up! Just from the crowd. Stand the fuck up. Yeah. So then Lee goes up. Lee Lee has arguably a, a, a good set, but he's just getting yelled at the whole time. And it's really not Lee getting yelled at. What I'm noticing is there's a group of dudes in the back that are just yelling at each other. So Lee gets off stage, and hey, here's 
here's your headliner from Cincinnati. Couldn't have given a fuck. I walked out, hello everybody, they're shut the fuck up. I'm like, all right, here. I was like, this is what we're doing? Yeah, motherfucker. I was like, okay. I guess this is what we're doing. So then I'm like not paying attention to the guys in the back that are all like they're they're not yelling at me. They're yelling at each other. And then sometimes they'll just yell to me something about a joke I told four minutes before they yelled at me. They weren't really they weren't paying attention. They were like, yo, this is my time to get out of my cell and scream at a person. And and Lee did make a real point. Like, of course they were mad at us. On the way up there, we drove there. We get to leave. We ate McDonald's on the way up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, of course they don't give a fuck what we have to say. Because we're free. And and I'm wearing a pair of Air Max 180s. You know? These guys look at me like, oh, I'm going to stab those shoes off his feet, that little fucker. You know what I mean? So, like, it was sketchy. It was, a ske- it was sketchy. And I'm up there... And I'm supposed to get off at 8.15 because church starts. So right after the come and penis show, uh, you got church. You know, so right after these guys talk about, you know, you know, farting and, and, and magic, yeah, you got church. You guys ready for church? Did you guys have fun listening to that man talk about his butthole for three minutes? Because now it's time for church. So, so, hey, there's another cat and another cat. Damn, this is a neighborhood of cats. Hello, my baby man. Got a big fluffy boy and a slick Johnny. So, uh, just hanging out in a yard. Couple cutie pies. Old man walking his dog. He looks like something from a Stephen King novel. Like, if he looks at me, I'm going to get skinnier. That would be cool. Um... So yeah, it's just the worst. It, it was the worst. It was, it was, it was, but it wasn't like I was bombing because I sucked. I was bombing because they didn't give a shit if I, no, I don't think anybody, and I'm not saying I'm like, or claiming I'm like this great comic that can turn a room around. Cause you know, I definitely have a ton of shit I need to learn, but fuck dude, these guys were angry with with just this situation they were just angry that they were in jail and no matter if they were sitting there watching a magic show or oh god just throw up on my zoom that kirk shepherd gave me thanks kirk um they're just mad they're just mad that they had to be in jail so they could have been watching anything didn't matter uh they were heckling each other's heckles to me like long after I had even been I wasn't even on the same subject <laughs> and they were like it was it was wild and so I noticed like I, I was like well I'm not going to pay attention to the dudes on the left hand side I'm going to pay attention to this group on like the, the middle and the right hand side because they were laughing they were laughing and watching and actually paying attention and, but then I started looking at them because it's well lit. They're not going to turn the fucking lights out with these dudes in there. They'd be biting holes in each other. So it's well lit. And I'm like, I'm looking at these guys. I'm like, okay, that's definitely a Nazi tattoo on your face. All right. And okay, those are definitely uh, racist markings on your face. Okay. Oh, great. So all the white supremacists are laughing at me. That's cool. Don't really want these guys as my fans. 
Yeah, honestly, I don't need anybody with an SS tattooed on him to be like, I fucking love that dude's comedy. So that was pretty weird. So I'm like, maybe I'll gloss over those guys and look over here. Okay, this guy's wearing wireframe glasses and he's sitting by himself. Okay, so is this guy. He's got a mustache. Okay, all the buttons on his khaki jumpsuit are buttoned all the way to the top. Oh, okay. These are pedophiles laughing at me. Cool. So, you know. My comedy was only liked by pedophiles and uh, white supremacists on the second show. It was bad. So then it's like, so then it's like, in my mind, I don't even want to make those dudes laugh. You know what I mean? I don't like you fucking dudes. Just a normal public. I don't want to make the. There's a situation brewing right now on this sidewalk. Pretty girl, younger man with a dog. And an old man wearing sunglasses, and it's too uh, dark outside for those sunglasses. Trying to pet the dog, and the dog is scared. Okay. Yeah, so I I don't want those dudes to be psyched on me in any way. Like, when we got out of there, I was like, Lee, did you notice only the, the pedophiles and the white supremacists were enjoying the show? <laughs> this is pretty... That is, a, that is a demographic I don't want to even dip my toes into. You know, I, 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 I don't know. The, the murderers hated me. Well, the white supremacists are probably in there for some sort of heinous crime like that. So, you know, but glad, glad I could entertain you boys. I don't think, I, they, they, you know... So after, <laughs> I'm not glad I could entertain them. I didn't want to. I, I was very, it was a very, uh, what's it called? Quixotic? No, that's not the right word. It was a very, uh, uh um, conflict, conflicting moment. Cause I was like, well, I'm getting laughs <laughs> and that's what the clown likes. The clown loves when you laugh at him. But I'm like, what kind of laughs am I getting though? I'm getting laughs from dudes that are the type of people I don't like. Okay, there was almost a car wreck because that pretty girl walked in the crosswalk and some pervert just slammed on his brakes to let her go and then he almost got rear-ended. That's why you don't, you, you, you don't let pedestrians do anything. Dude, this was almost the podcast to wreck your car to. That guy, what a fucking moron. Dude... No one's ever, no one, you're not meeting your wife because you got rear-ended. Hey, hey, I know I let you walk through that crosswalk and I have severe whiplash, but like, will you go on a date with me? That's not going to happen. Hey, I know this guy just blared into my Toyota Sienna, but like, after I get out of the hospital, will you go on a date with me? Uh, I'm probably not going to be able to do any sort of activities where I have to turn my head for a while, but like, I did like let you go on the crosswalk. So like, I'm a gentleman or whatever. Oh, by the way, can you pick me up? My fucking car is destroyed because of you and my horniness. Oh no, you have a boyfriend. (laughs) Oh, cool. Tears. (laughs) No, that's cool, man. I, I didn't really want to go on a date. I was, uh, I was just kind of fucking around. <laughs> Super hurt. <laughs> you go on a date with me? Oh, you have a boyfriend. <laughs> Can I get a ride to the hospital? Um, 
what, what is this? This whole sidewalk is covered in slime. Must have had a poop pipe burst. Uh, yeah, so then the second show's over. Well, this is how it ended, too. This is, this is probably the part where I was like, yeah, this, I'm, I'm now mad at the guy for putting us in this position. Because if you used to be a CO, a corrections officer at that prison, you should know better. Like, you should know what kind of situation people can be in. Where it's dangerous. You should know that this is dangerous. You know what I mean? And this isn't coming from a place of anger. It's coming from a place of, like, shock. I was shocked at the situation, right? So, I'm supposed to get off stage at 8.15. And I look at my watch. It's 8 o'clock. I'd only been up there for, like, 10 minutes. And, to be honest with you, didn't really want to finish out the set. Didn't care if the pedophiles got psyched, you know? So, I was like... I was like, you know, doing some jokes and I see the, the, the lady, the, by the way, not, not a single guard in the room. Is that crazy? There was not one person in a position of power in the room. It was me, my nice, my nice Air Maxes and 250 people who could, who didn't give a fuck that we were even there. It was basically like, okay, it was like, it was like doing comedy in a, in a, in a school lunchroom with no microphone. That, that's what the feeling was. Like everybody's screaming, doing their own thing, slapping each other, except for that school lunchroom is filled with people that, that have killed people. And uh, guys with face tattoos that are like, I'm taking a hard stance on this. I only like me. And then people that are, and then the pedophiles that would have just loved to be in a school lunchroom. So, <laughs> so I'm, I, I, so like, I'm supposed to get off at 8.15. I'm looking at my, I look at my watch like one time. So it could have happened a couple minutes after or whatever. But the, the lady, the peanut M&M lady, she comes blasting through the door and she's given, not me, but like the guy that runs the show, she's given him like the throat cut sign. So like when I see that, my initial thought was, oh, some shit is about to go down. And where am I going to run to? The 200 yards to the buzzy gate thing that they're not going to buzz me in because if I get buzzed in, so are all the criminals. So I'm like, oh God, I'm dying. In the middle of a joke, I was just like, well, and that's the difference. I'll see you guys. Because like the guy who runs the show is giving me the throat cutty sign. I'm like, dude, what is happening? So I, I get off stage and then he walks back up to be like, hey guys, thanks for, thanks for yelling over our dreams and, uh, We'll see you next year. But he goes out there on stage and he's like, hey guys. And they're like, get the fuck off the stage. Like immediately. Shut the fuck up. As soon as he walks out. Bitch ass cop. They're just yelling anything at this dude. I was like, oh my God. So now it's not like, hey, should we go meet these guys? Now I'm like, where can I hide from these dudes? You know what I mean? Now I'm like, where can I? Look, I watched Oz. I watched Oz, dude. Shit can go south. I don't want somebody throwing that that crushed up light bulb with poop and cum and blood in my face. I don't want them doing that. I've seen Oz. Now all the Oz shit's going through my head. Oh, great. How am I going to get stabbed? Oh, great. It's not even a bit. 
I'm like, this is, this is fucking scary. So they all file out and it's just one lady that's like, and it could have been a man. Either way, I was going to be scared. Just let, just, hey, hire three people. How about a guard in the room with uh, some muscles and then the, the two ladies? Nap. We'll just give them two ladies that are, you know, standing outside the doors that would have no idea what was happening and couldn't react in time. We'll just give them them. We'll just give them those ladies, okay? For the comedy show, let's just give them two women shaped like peanut M&M's. Both with glasses and both not giving a fuck what's happening. On the other side, not even watching the show. They were just on the other side of the doors. Like big church doors. Anything could have happened in that room. And all that shit is starting to... I'm starting to realize that. Like, while I'm on stage and she's giving the throat cut sign, pointing at her watch, the guy running the show's giving me the fucking throat cut. I'm thinking some shit is about to go... You know... This pimple's ready to pop, baby. And what comes out's gonna be nasty. But, uh, you know, I just got off stage. Thanks, guys. He comes up. And then I'm like hiding outside by a door. Me and Lee are kind of just sitting on some steps outside. There's also nowhere to run to. What am I gonna do? Try to hop the fence with razor wire on top of it? Nah. I'm just gonna get beat up by everybody. But, uh, that didn't happen. The peanut MMs ladies yelled at the guys and. They went, and we went out front, and there were some dudes still out there, and, you know, didn't want to be disrespectful, but, you know, a bunch of Nazis shook my hand, didn't like that, a bunch of white supremacists walked out and were like, hey man, you were really funny, and that's the first time I've ever been like, I didn't want to hear that, <laughs> I, didn't, I, I don't want to, thank you. I didn't even say thank you. I was trying to be like, you know, oh, cool, man. I was like just trying not to get punched in the face for being disrespectful. But they're like, hey, man, you were super funny. Loved your stuff. Now shake my swastika clad arm. And I'm just like, ugh. <sighs> it was bad. Second show was bad. We go to leave. We go to leave. And I'm like, hey, man, pay us more. Pay us money now. You're giving me money, and you're giving Lee money. We drove two hours to be put in this position. Eee, give me the money. I just put my hand out like this. <sighs> and then me and Lee promptly left and were kind of quiet for about 35 minutes of the ride back. Because I think we all just, he and I were just processing it. It's a big deal in stand-up comedy to, to, to be liked. You know, for somebody to be like, I like you. You're funny. You're very funny, and I like you. It's a, it's a big deal. And, like, we all want that. We all want... At some level, we all want, after a show, somebody to come up and be like, super funny, man. Loved your stuff. It's weird when it's coming from a Nazi or a pedophile. Where you're like, dude, I, I, I don't want to entertain you. I want you to go away forever. I'm glad you're in here. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're the type of person that if I saw you out on the street with those tattoos, I'd be like, God, put that guy in prison. And you're in here. I don't know. It made me feel weird. It made me feel super weird. And I didn't like it. 
fucking weird. But that's what you get to do. You get to do weird ass shows in stand up comedy. How come butchers, people, men that butch, women that butch, butchers, um, and the butching professional, how come they're the only accepted, uh, they're the only accepted job? It's where they can just walk around with blood on them. <laughs> butchers just walk through grocery stores with blood all over them. It's like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and you trust them They got blood all over them And you're like, hi, where is the peas? And they're like, oh, peas? Like, when you see a butcher covered in blood You're like, guy was working hard today <laughs> In any other profession Actually, if they wore any other color clothing You'd be like, oh, that guy's a murderer But because they're wearing a white coat And they're just, like, covered in blood which is like, hello, Mr. Butcher. Uh, where are the restrooms? And he's like, here, I'll take you. And you follow a man covered in blood in the back of a grocery store down a bunch of dark aisles and shit. And he's like, it's right back there through that tiny little door. And you're like, thank you. Thank you, man covered in blood. But because you work at this grocery store, I trust you. Isn't a person covered in blood like... Someone you you should be wary of. I've been thankful to see a butcher like, oh, thank God he works here. Oh, thank God the man covered in blood. He can help me. I used to do, I used to butch myself. Um, not butch myself. I've never cut myself. I'm not like I'm not like listening to Marilyn Manson and being like, oh, my dad hates me. Uh, I'm fine. But I used to be a butch butcher, and I used to butch at the at a grocery store, and you know, I just was covered in blood. Hello, there's a guy sitting on this step right now. He looks like David Crosby, and I don't know. Oh, okay. Just. <clears throat> I don't know how much an earshot I am still when I when I'm you know when I'm talking about people as I walk away but that man was just digging in his foot. He was sitting on the step looking like David Crosby ass and he was just full like knuckle deep under his big toenail just like do 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 and I walk by him he's like hello <laughs> Hello, sir. Hey, if you're going to dig in your foot, go in your house. You do that in a bathroom. The fuck is wrong with you? Go in your home. You don't ever dig in your foot in public. Oh, hey, what's up? I'm Tattoo Dad and I'm yelling at my son. Jameis, Kramus, what is happening out here right now? Um, I cannot believe... I cannot believe. Dude, this kid just fell. What is happening out here? Man, sometimes I wish I just did this with a GoPro on. I wish I just did this podcast with a GoPro on. I need way more listeners. Hey, tell your friends about this. <laughs> hey, hey, tell your friends about the podcast where the man walks around his neighborhood and, and looks at things that you can't see and then tries to describe them. 
There's a man that looks like David Crosby digging in his foot. What I just saw was a young dad who had tattoos all over him. He was wearing basically the same kind of vans as I'm wearing right now. And he had a son, because I know that, because his son said, hey, dad, watch this. Son hit a green mohawk. And then what he wanted his father to watch was him jump and fall onto the ground. Very hard. And then he goes, I meant to jump over that. Yeah, jump over what? You just jumped up in the air and fell onto the ground, sir. Child, sir. Oh. Tell your friends about... <laughs> so please, tell your friends about Rumble Lips. Uh, I, would like some, I would like some more listeners. I, 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 love the, I love the group. I love the lipsters I got now, though. I love you, baby, so much. I love you bad boys and bad girls, you bad jamas. <clears throat> yeah. Miss you guys. <laughs> I had to, sorry, I had to check an email real quick. I was, I'm waiting on a, I'm waiting on a script. <laughs> it's for future science. It's not for NBC. NBC, Major Baseball Comcast. Um, it's a really nice neighborhood. Yeah. So, thank you guys for listening. I love you so much. And thank you to my sponsors. Oh shit! Didn't even do it a weird way. I sure didn't. I want to thank. Oh. Uh, Rumble Lips is brought to you by Ohio Valley Beard Supply. Ohio Valley Beard Supply. Oh, that's OhioValleyBeard.com. But it's Ohio Valley Beard Supply. It's Scott Ponder. Have you guys uh, lurked to social media yet and saw that he's, he's built a fucking little house out in the woods? Man, he rules. Scott Ponder rules. But it's not about that. I just want to know what kind of guy that sponsors my podcast. He's a dope dude, and he rules, and I love him. I love you, Scott. But the product at Ohio Valley Beard Supply, there's nothing better. There really isn't. I've used some other beard uh, products in, 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 in my time on this earth with, uh, with follicled cheeks, and, and Ohio Valley Beard Supply is the best. I love Ohio Valley Beard Supply. Everything, it makes your makes your skin softer, it makes your, your actual beard hair not feel like you're walking around with a bunch of pubes on your chin, it, 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 and it looks like, it's so sparkly, it looks like you got a, it looks like you got a consolation on your face when you stand in the light, I love Ohio Valley Beard Supply, and you will too, go to ohiovalleybeard.com to order yours today, Rumble Lips is also brought to you by yeah. It's also brought to you by, yeah, Boomtown Bicky and Wicky. Boomtown Wicky and Bicky. No, it's Boomtown Biscuit Bar. Boomtown Bicky Bar. Boomtown Wicky Bar. Does it have biscuits or does it have whiskeys? Oh, no, it has both. It's Boomtown Biscuits and Whiskey. It's, it's the best. You like flaky? Huh? You ever bit into a biscuit and you're like, that's, that's too flaky? Maybe. But it didn't come out of Boomtown. You ever bit into a biscuit and you're like, this, this sucks. Yeah. Boomtown's the opposite of that. You go in there and you bite into one of their biscuits and you're like, dude, what the fuck? Who, who, who made this? Was it a wizard? <laughs> Where's the biscuit wizard? Get him out here. He works there. You can go meet the biscuit wizard. All you got to do is go to Boomtown, Bicano, and Wiscano. You go in there and you have to see the Bicky Wicky. The Bicky Wizard. 
And the Bicky Wizard will come out and wave a wand in front of a regular piece of dumbass dough, and it turns into a beautiful Boomtown Bicky. Okay, the drinks are good, it's reasonably priced, and it's in the Pendleton area of OTR, and my boy PJ Newman is the SHIT. I love him so much. That's Boomtown Biscuit Bar, baby. Boomtown Biscuits and Whiskey. Rumble Lips is also brought to you by Danny Gamble at Higher Level Art. Danny Gamble is a fucking king among dorks. And I'll tell you what, you ever wanted something painted? Go ahead! Just tell Danny what you want. Danny did the Rumble Lips Falcon. He did my spirit animal. The 110 pound falcon with a human penis. He drew that in a night. He did the he did the Rumble Lips poster for when you sign up for the Patreon. Sign up for the Patreon. Go to his go to his Instagram and look at, at Danny Gamble. And it's 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 unbelievable. It kicks ass. Danny's the best. He's a great artist. He's a dope dude. And he can do anything. All you gotta do is tell him what you need. And you can get at him, you can DM him, or you can go to higherlevelart.com. That's how that works. Thank you to my sponsees. Thank you, my sponsees. And while we're at it, get on the if you want to. Follow Rumble Lips on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. I'm at Rambarnaclo across all platforms. And so is Rumble Lips. I don't have a Twitter yet, but I, I should get one. You just follow at Rumble Lips and you can see what I'm into, baby. Oh, yeah. And maybe Patreon, if you feel like it. If you love the podcast and you want to support monetarily, you can donate to the Patreon at p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com backslash rumble lips. And there's the tiers on there. And, uh, oh, patrons, I, um, I'm, uh, I put up the new, or the uh, classic episode on the Patreon. I didn't forget. It's up there now. Um, so when you're hearing this, there's a new uh, classics episode on the on the Patreon. And you also, when you sign up for the Patreon, at certain level, you get Ohio Valley Beard Supply product. I give you a little vial of uh, some Ohio Valley Beard Supply stuff. and Because that shit is spancy, baby. I love you. Thank you to all my patrons. And thank you to the listeners that listen. Please subscribe. Leave a comment. Leave, or leave a review. And and get in my favorite thing in the world, the Rumble Lips Trash Heap. It's a secret group on Instagram. Just ask to join it. I'll let you right in. Or Joe Rusk. He's really lacking on his admin duties, though. So, I mean, he, you might get demoted as a moderator, fuckface. You're not posting in there. You're not liking anything in there. You're just fucking around, Joe. And this is your fucking public dressing down, my man. Get on it, Joseph. I need the hot cunt, baby. The lipsters need the content. You're trying to be one of the fucking... If you're trying to be a field general in this, you gotta fucking get on it, Joe. I love I love the I love the trash heap so much. Um, it's so fun. It's so fun to see what you guys post. And, like, if I have any questions on the podcast, any, like, redactions or omission. Kirk Shepard, what, what a... In the Rumble Lips trash heap, one of the greatest... One of the greatest comments ever That didn't get enough shine Because you guys are fucking around He said I'm a fat man who loves Jesus I could have created Chick-fil-A Yo that rules Everybody needs to be like Kirk Shepard baby That's a listener right there Joe Rusk 
But I love Joe Rusk, and I love Kirk Shepard, and I love Grammar Hole, and I love Grammar Hole husband. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say his name. Uh, and I love, <laughs> and I love all the lipsters. Um, just I, I like when I like when we're interacting. It's it's so much fun. So try to get in that Rumble Lips trash heap. Um, yeah, that's all the plugs. <laughs> Back to the episode, baby. Um, um, I'm doing Go Bananas tonight. Not like that matters, because this episode isn't coming out in an hour, so I don't know why I said that. Fucking love Go Bananas so damn much. You guys can check them out, gobananascomedy.com, for tickets and info. I'm, uh, I, never, I, I never plug enough what I'm doing on the podcast. I just do the podcast, and then people are like, when can we see you do comedy? So uh, far enough plug ahead. All the lipsters, everybody listening, November 8th and 9th? Damn it. I've already fucked. I've already fucked this plug up. Okay, let me see here. November. November. Okay, 9th and 10th. November 9th and 10th. Go Bananas Comedy Club in Cincinnati, Ohio. Your boy, the 110-pound falcon with the human penis, the rumble man himself. I'm uh, hosting for Chad Daniels at Go Bananas. Cue the fireworks. I'm very excited. Chad Daniels is one of my favorite stand-up comedians, and uh, I get to work with him at Go Bananas. It's going to roll. It's going to be it's a super good show. Uh, the feature act is Laura Sanders, who is so damn funny. Um, it's going to be a fun one, baby. So uh, maybe go to www.gobananascomedy.com to get tickets because I'm pretty sure those are going to sell out. There's there's an early show and a late show. So um, I'm pretty sure they're going to sell out. So maybe get on there and get your tickets, reserve your tickets so uh, I can see some of you guys. I would love to to go and somebody would be like, hey, man, I listen to Rumble Lips. And I'd be like, that fucking hug you right on the head. Hug you by the head. It's a high hug, but that's my hugging style. I hug people by their heads. Um, Isn't that called a sleeper hold? Sure is, when you do it from the back. But I sleeper hold from the front. That's a nap hold. Okay. Um, you know what I like about the fall? <laughs> it's still so hot out here. It sucks, man. It's still humid and hot. I want it to be that fucking crisp, you know? I've been running. I've been running on the tread. Shut up, bus, idiot! I've been running on the treadmill. Let me tell you something. I'm fast. I am fucking getting fast. I'm actually eating like calories are a real thing, not just a myth. I'm not eating like a child anymore. I had a I had a Vietnamese noodle salad last night. Hey, good. It's good. Those Vietnamese can whip up a noodle salad. I'll tell you that right damn now. I think the best thing in the world might actually be Vietnamese coffee. Oh, my jama. I, I got to run inside because I need a drink of water. I'm running out of steam and I need water. Oh my God. I needed that damn water so bad. Man, so I guess the moral of the story today was, um, you know, in retrospect... Maybe don't hit the weed pipe, weed pen 54 times before going to do two shows at a prison. Um, always drink your Wawa. Some cars are loud. 
Uh, don't let people walk through crosswalks just because they're attractive because you might get rear-ended. I'm hosting for Chad Daniels. November 9th and 10th, go to www.gobananascomedy.com and get tickets. Go to upcoming shows and reserve your seats that way. All right, boo. All right, my boys and my girls. All right, my lipsters. I love you so much. I'm, I'm sorry this isn't a... Um, no, I'm not. This is fine. No, you know what? I'm going longer. I got other shit to talk about. Did you like how I tricked you? You guys were all like, oh, that's it for this week? No. <laughs> nope, not till that sweet Juan Cosby beat hits. That's when it's over. Man, Juan Cosby fire. He got fire beats. Um, um, the prison show was scary. I want to make sure that it's not like, it doesn't seem like I shit all over that dude on purpose. But, yo, you put, you put your boy in a bad situation, dude. It was super fucking sketchy, and I didn't really appreciate it. It pissed me off in in retrospect. I was like, he's like, you, would you do the show again? And I, in, in my mind, I'm like, fuck no. No way. Y'all do the show when you get a guard in there. I'm doing that show. Maybe I'm going to go see if the pewter wizard still works at, at, at that gas station slash ice cream parlor. Maybe I'll go look for him. Now... I'm just sitting here on the step. There's a house across the street uh, from my house that I've literally never seen anyone leave or enter, and I just saw a person leave. It's not as scary as I thought. Me and one of my roommates were talking about this scary house uh, across the street from our house because it's just up on a hill, and it's covered by trees. And it's like a Tudor-style house, so it already looks like it could be haunted. And and, and I, I've seen lights on in there, and I've seen I've seen no person ever moving around. I just saw a person leave. She's like a young college student with a with a University of Cincinnati backpack. No longer scared of that house. Isn't that crazy? I made up in my mind that that house was a house that eats people and turns people into devils or whatever. But I just saw the I just saw a, a nice a nice looking University of Cincinnati student leave there. So now I'm not afraid of that house anymore. Great, just burst my bubble. I was ready for that house to start whispering in my window at night when I sleep with my, with my, with my shit open because it's fall. I was ready for that house to be like, come up the steps. And I'm like, huh? What is that? Come on. It's me, the house across the street. Don't you want to come in here and look at my paintings? Like, I don't think so, house. It's like, I'm going to do this every night until you do. I'm like, all right, fine. And then I go in there. My head spins around, and I, and I, and I walk out of there. And I'm like, you guys like, you guys like blood? Hey. <laughs> you guys like blood? I'm a house. I'm a house that loves blood. All right, I love you, babies. Mm-hmm.